evening. I was really getting nervous now and sad, excited, everything, just one month. But definitely I will miss this pulpit for sure. This means a lot for me. <clears throat> Till 6.15 I was not knowing that I have to prepare for a joke also. <laughs> it was 6.15 when I was about to get ready. I was like, man, something is missing. And then I sat and prepared for a joke. So here you go. Um, uh, in a meeting uh, with a pastor, a young man, asked if I could have a church service when I eventually die. Of course, the pastor said, grabbing his date book, what day do you want? So, uh, my friend, today, I mean, definitely I need a power, wisdom, and the word of the Lord and uh, his guidance to preach this message as we are talking about the spiritual growth today. Let's pray and we get into this message today. Father, we love you. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you, my Jesus. Thank you for this day. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for changing my life. Thank you, my Lord, for this pulpit. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Thank you for calling me, my Lord. Thank you for the word, knowledge, and wisdom you've given to me, my Father. It's all you, my Lord. Thank you again for this wonderful evening. Be with me, my Lord, as I preach this message, my Lord, that it should touch everyone's heart, including me, my Lord, that in our life your name should be glorified, your name should be lifted up. Be with me, my Lord. Thank you again for this day. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. So we are talking about the spiritual growth. A spiritual growth. Very important. I will start with myself. As you know my testimony, I was born into the Christian surrounding, was not knowing what salvation is, was a victim of an easy believism, I got baptized at the age of 18, and was, God blessed me with all the things, still I was not saved. But I want to take you to one situation in my life, before even coming to this church, I was in one church, right? I was back there in church. I was an active member in the church. I was an usher also. I was a cheerful giver also. I was an active member also. I came to this church. I was continuing with that. As soon as I got uh, comfortable with the church and the people, I started uh, getting into the activities. I was active here. I was usher here. I was also a giver and I got saved, I got saved and I continued with the same path. So the only thing was missing was salvation and I can continue with the same thing what I was doing before is that Christianity is that get saved do what you was doing before, the only thing missing was your salvation, which is right. Yes, you need to get born again, but then continue, as I told you, I was doing all this thing before also. I got saved, and if I continue doing the same thing which I was doing before, if that is the Christianity, then it may not sound right, right? See, the Christianity is about our spiritual growth. 
once we got born again, it is necessary for us to grow in the knowledge and the wisdom and in the faith in Lord Jesus Christ. Turn your Bibles to Romans 8.29. Romans 8.29. When you are there, I will read it for you. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. I want to look to that uh, uh, word to be conformed to the image of his son. That conform is like fashion like unto having the same form as another similar to whom the image of his son. Listen here. So a child is born. We are talking about the physical birth here. A child is born. There is a life. A child is very active. We like everything what he do when he's small. A parents love his child. We love the child. We want that child to grow as a young boy. With his age, we also want him to be matured along with his age. Then the parents want want after a years down the line to be him also be the father a successful father which also has the sons so that is a physical birth that everyone the most of them does and that's the nature how it works in the same way there are three stages of a christian life and in the end of the message i want you and to me to examine ourselves where we fall. Turn your Bible to 1 John 2.12 and we'll stay here for rest of the message mostly. 1 John 2.12, beloved John talks about it and now while we read there, there are as I mentioned, there are three stages in our life and every one of us at the end of a message has to examine that where you individually sits and where you need to move. 1 John 2.12, I'll read it for you. I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven, you for his name's sake. So there is a little children. 1 John 2.13, I write unto you, fathers, so there are the fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. Then he writes, I write unto you, young man. Because you have overcome the wicked one, I write unto you little children, because you have known the father. So you see, there are three kinds of people. Little children, young man, and fathers. As the child in a flesh need a life. Same way, now because we are talking about spirituality, a person need to have a spiritual life. The example which I gave you about me, what was the point missing? That I was not having any spiritual life. I was spiritually dead. No matter what I was doing, 
how many years I could have spent into the church, but there was no spiritual life. There was no life in me apart which talks to God. Let me give an example. Let's say Jackson, Alex and Johan came with three trees. Three trees over here. And three small trees. And we gave them the experiment. Hey, do one thing. For this first tree, don't give the water. Give him the sunlight and the fertilizers. Alex, what you do is for the second tree, give him the water and the sunlight, don't give him the fertilizers. And for the third tree, Johan, you give him water, fertilizers and sun rays. After one week when this tree comes, there is a growth. But the growth may not be the same. Because there is a life in that plant, you give him fertilizer, water or sun rays, there is a different, different kind of, based on how much they get, there is a growth. Now you take a stick, a wooden stick. You bring that wooden stick, which I was, give him water, give him sun rays, give him fertilizers, Bringing after a month, nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. Why is that? Because there is no life. There is no life into that. We all, by birth, are like this stick. With there is no life. There is no spiritual life. Now to grow spiritually, there has to be a spiritual birth. So the first point is, we need to born again. Now like that stick, that stick cannot do anything by himself because there is no life. There has to be external force, there has to be someone from externally that has to come and put a life inside that stick. The same way we all was. If you are born again, we were spiritually dead. And, that's where, and when we came in the conviction, that I myself cannot grow. I myself, there is no life in me. I will die like the stick. What the end will do? You will put it into the fire. Now, we will, if you are not born again, Lord will put us into the fire of eternal death. When we realize that, our spiritual condition... And then when we ask, Lord, forgive of my sin, Lord, I'm a sinner, and nothing I can do to save myself. And when you trust in the Lord and ask him to come in your heart, and you accept him as your personal savior, is nothing you doing to save yourself. It is all what has done on the cross, and he can save you. So the first point is what? As I explain you the example of physical birth, there cannot be a child without a life. There cannot be a spiritual go growth without you being born again. So the first requirement is, as he says, 1 John 2.12, I write unto you little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. Right? The sins has been forgiven. As the child is born, he shouts, he cries, right? We hear Benny, mama, papa, right? He cries, he likes doing it, right? So the 
spiritually born, he get excited because he know his sins are forgiven. He's so happy about it. Oh wow, what an experience it is, right? To be born again when you know your sins are forgiven. When you know there is a new birth. It's real. That's where you become little children. You have become to a little children now. Now, just because now we are moving to the young Christians. What is this young Christian is? If you are born again by, in your childhood or 5 years, 10 or, or 15 years, does not make you a young Christian. If you have not grown spiritually, you may just die as a little children. Many people think that being a Christian is, as long as I'm, as I, as I'm born again and saved, as long as I'm going to the church every Sunday, as long as I'm putting my tithe and offering, as long as this is checked in my life, I'm a good Christian. Many people think as long as I spend my whole life into the church, I became a good Christian. No. You just stayed a little boy, little children. You have never moved to the next stage of a young Christian. There are many little children who have never grown and the problem of that in today's church is like a little child, right? We have to tell, don't do that, do this, don't do that, do this. No matter when they must have said, they have never grown spiritually. You have to invite them. Be in church. Be. Serve him. Hey, you need to do this. You need to do this. Why is that? Because you have stayed little children no matter when you was born again. You have never allowed yourself to grow. Like a parent, the pastor or whoever your uh, spiritual leader is, has to always request you, hey, be in the church. Come to this. We need the people. But we have never grown. Rather than becoming a spiritual Christian, growing Christian, we became a casual Christian. Rather than becoming a blessing, we started becoming a burden. Hey, you may have the gift of God, but if you are not grown spiritually, you may not be able to use your gift. See, the Corinthian church, as Brother Brian is preaching, the weakest church, they had a gift, but not spiritually. They moved forward. They were just a little children, don't know what to do. My friend, no matter when you got saved, if you are not spiritually growing, do you like a child who has physical child, I'm talking now again, I have to switch to, to match my example, who is like 20 years old and say, Fofa! will you like him, you will not like him, hey, like stop that, it does not suit you. Because your age and what you do, that has to go together, you need to be mature. 
do you know there are people in this world who even not know lord are more religious than this little children sometimes they brought the shame on us on me that man they don't have the lord they don't know the truth still they try their self it is so important for us to move from one level as john apostle john says from little children and then he calls the young christian many people just think as long as i am in church if i it attend one service i did my job i'm done for a week my friend how you will grow to a young christian a young christian is just a middle stage there is after that something also i'll talk to you about that this little kid who was so excited about it definitely he need a discipleship a proper training there should be a spiritual father or pastor who is teaching him to help him and then there is his part also to surrender to god's will and then only he can grow there has to be a surrendering the people who stayed just a little children all their life god brought them from their from this world but this world has never came out of them the desires of this world are always there they was excited for a while and they just they went back we move to the next the young man young christian notice notice in the same verse what he says about young man first john 2:13 young man because he have overcome the wicked one so he has they has overcome this world the desires of the flesh they became young they understood what is right these are the wonderful people that every church needs we need a young people who are serving in different different ministry they know what is right they know they have the heart and desire to serve the lord verse 214 it says i have written unto you young man because ye are strong and the word of god abided in you and you have overcome the wicked one is wonderful wonderful to be a young man now how to become this young man the first thing the important is to become a young man is to grow in faith john muller when he decided he know that there is a faith that is he he need to build him it was missing he went to the lord and he prayed about it lord give me faith he prayed and prayed and after his prayer he realized nothing has happened then he read the verse so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of the god romans 10:17 he started reading his bible and his faith started growing question to us for every one of us including me is bible reading is our to do list or do you feel it is a necessity eating food for your body do you add it into the to do list or you get hungry and do you eat 
what do we treat as a Bible reading is? Just a check mark? Let me ask you one more question. Now, of course, I know everyone wants to read, read Bible and this question to me also. Do you know Lord Jesus Christ more than you was knowing him about last month, six months before, or one year before? Did you know more about him what he was knowing it before? Or we think that I, have, I know enough about him. There is no child of God on this earth who can say I know everything about Jesus. Everyone has to grow. Everyone has to understand. Everyone has to read the Bible and the Lord opens the gate of spiritual understanding. The more he abides in you, the more you will grow the peace and the joy when the word of God that's help us to grow, to be a young, to be young in your faith. So the first point to come from this little children to a young Christian is you need to grow in faith. The second point is, is to exercise your faith. To exercise your faith in your daily life. Right? We go to the gas station, we pour the gas and we just does not stay there. If you stay just there, the gas is not utilized. You go on roaming, do your all your work. That's where the gas has been utilized. That's its use for its purpose for. So once you grow in faith, you need to exercise your faith in your daily life. You need to exercise this. Everyone has a problem. Everyone has a situation. Hey, there is, this is what you have to do. We have to consider is my problem is bigger or my Lord is bigger? Is my fear is bigger or my faith is bigger? There is always two things happening. You need to decide what is that is bigger. We need to exercise our faith in our daily life. Second is once we, in the church, a young Christian, why we call a young? Because they are excited. They want to do things, right? They want to do things. Be excited being in the church. Start serving the Lord. Don't worry about what the things you cannot do. Think about the things you can do and get into it. Start working on to it and let Lord use you. You need to be thinking. You need to be serving. We need to be working for our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Also one thing, don't limit yourself because I'm doing this much, I have done this much, I'm enough for a day or enough for this church. Do you want Lord to limit yourself? Limit his blessing to you? Do you want Lord to reward, to limit your reward when you see him? Don't get into that idea of because I'm doing this much, I think I'm doing enough. If you can, then get into it. 
Don't limit yourself that I only will do this because I'm done. See, that's where we hindered our growth. Because now we are limiting ourselves. Because I do this much thing, I think I'm enough doing and Lord will like it. Yes, Lord will like it, but you're not growing, brother. Because you have just stopped now. Look for the opportunity. Loss is your heart. When loss is your heart, he will open the opportunity, he will help you, he will guide you. It's all about your desire. It's good to be a wonderful, to be a young Christian. A church needs a young Christian who are excited, who are serving into the ministry, who are helping into the church. They come, they serve in every part of... See, no work is lesser, bigger or smaller. No. Lord, if you desire, Lord, use you. Every part of this church need a workman. The people to come and to work and there should be a, you know, uh, that youth. Wow, I want, it's so exciting to serve the Lord. But as I mentioned you, this happens when you grow in grace and the knowledge and the faith. And then you use your faith, you exercise your faith in the church. The church which you are, God put you here for the purpose. God put me here for the purpose. And it's wonderful to be a young Christian, my friend. But there is more to that. See the last stage. Let's go to again 1 John 2.13. 1 John 2.13, what did he say? And this is such a wonderful, and I want to be here. And I pray to Lord that I should be here. I write unto you fathers... Because you have known him that is from the beginning. A father. Who was a born again. Who was a little children one time. Then he grew. He became a young Christian. Then he grew. He became the father. The father knows the problem of the little children. He knows what is going with the young Christian mind. A father is the one who is mature who talks, a people like to go to him to take the advice. He's the one which we should be aiming for in our life. Christianity is not going to Sunday church all your life. It is about growing. How do you think we become like Christ just by staying into the church? What logic is that? When you study him, when you know about him, you will start more thinking about him. You will be like him. What do you call Jesus Christ in your prayer? A son, a child, or you call him a father? You call him a father. He wants you to be a father. You know what father does? A father reproduces. He reproduces the spiritual child. You know how, how it is done? By sharing the gospel. By having the desire of this to save the people, having the burden of this dying soul, who goes out, who look for the soul, who look for the people, who look, who knows. See, imagine, if Lord Jesus on this earth, what do you think he would have done? Sit into the, chair, into the church every Sunday? Or he would have gone out to share the gospel to the people? What did he say? I did not come for the righteous, I came for the sinners to repent. When you grow at that level, you become father. You carry that burden. 
you started reproducing you share the gospel you share the gospel with this dying people which lord brought into your life you pray for that people that lord to save him lord listens to your prayer you became and the and that soul is saved now you have the little children you disciple him you train him because you was like him one day you have your spiritual child that's the stage we should be looking for to be a mature christian but my friend if we hinder our growth if you think this much i do is enough how you are going to reach there and if you are not going to turn overnight also from a little children to a young and to young to a father it's requires a continuous growth see ephesians 4:13 it says i read it for you if it's ephesians 4:13 till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of god unto a perfect man unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of christ you know what is the perfect church what is a perfect church do you think a perfect church is all who are mature christian who all became father no that is not a perfect church a perfect church is the one who are the fathers who are going out getting the unsaved into the church a church should be a combination of the unsaved people a little children a young christian and the fathers because if the father is not doing the work there cannot be unsaved people in the church there never not be a little children a church has to be like a nursing home a mat sorry a maternity home but it should not be a nursing home we need to grow look to the life of these people peter john paul bible tells us all through they what was they right their life we read sometimes we laugh oh how can he do that oh how can i do that but at the end of their service to the lord what they have become that's what the christianity is to being like christ to be mature to get born again to stay a little children to grow in young to grow in grace exercise your faith to become a father to continue the work of our lord jesus christ what he has commissioned to us if we miss this point we'll be all under that same thing that as long as i'm coming into the church as long as i'm doing what i should be i am a good christian yes you are but you are not growing them we all should aim i want to aim it to be a father till i am in this life i hope this message help praise the lord yeah